talk to two college students from China about one of their favorite bands, the electronic group Supermarket. This edition or version is going to edit out the Chinese, but if you'd like to practice your Chinese listening skills, I'll also make the raw file available. So introduce yourselves. Who, who am I speaking to? My name is Liu. Okay. Um, Liu Mengxian. Okay. Well, we, how, about, how about do you have an English name? No, she doesn't have. <laughs> no English name. Oh dear. Well. So I'll call you call you Xiao Liu. Or... Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> to me, I'm my major is visual design. Yeah. Visual design. Wonderful. Wonderful. <laughs> You are joined by your friend, Kira. <laughs> yes, uh, my name is Kira, and I'm now studying the politics and administrations. Okay, delightful. So we are gathered here today to talk about uh, Chinese music in general, specifically uh, alternative Chinese music. I think we will we will get on in general, but I think specifically we were beginning to talk about the. Electronic Chinese band called Chao Ji Shichang Supermarket, and I have sent you. I've sent you a few questions. I'd like to like to ask you ask you them in uh, in person now. And today, I think my friends will talk more than me because okay. there's really a super fan about supermarket. Super yes. fan. Okay. Okay. And I will be a translator today, and so. I may add something, um, my uh, opinions about it. Okay. Well, I translated. Okay, understood, understood. So, first question: Where, where did you, where did you first hear them? And when you first heard them, what did you think? About six months ago. Six months ago. So you are a new fan. You are a super fan, yeah. but you have only been listening for not even a year. Interesting. <laughs> what did you think when you first heard? And what was the, what was the song you first heard or the, the album? It's different. Very different. Yes, yes. Did it make you happy or sad or make you want to dance? <laughs> no. It's not. She don't think that listening made her want to dance right. or something. So, she think also it's electronic music, but she it's not unlike other electronic dance music. Indeed, indeed. So we have the assumption that electronic music is for dancing, but I think most of supermarkets' music is difficult to dance to. In fact. Yes. That's true. You agree? Okay. So, how did it make you feel happy or sad when you heard it, or just interested? I feel very sad. Very sad. Okay. So, yeah. this goes against two stereotypes then. First stereotype is that electronic music is for dancing. Second stereotype is Chinese people like to listen to happy music. That is expected. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, she really think that Chinese mu Chinese people like to listen to some happy music. Yes. Okay. So why why do you like to listen to this sad music? It's it doesn't make sense. How is this possible? Because the type she listen to the music is sad music. She listen to all sad music, and I think he, her favorite uh, singer is Dou Wei. Ah yes, of course, very famous and rock and roll. I think that the former supermarket style is like Dou Wei very much. Hmm. 
Okay. Yes, yes, yes. All right. So in, in your six months of listening, I, I think we've established that you are an, an unusual person, perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> you have unusual tastes in music for a Chinese, for a Chinese girl, perhaps. All right. <laughs> Having listened for six months, what is your favorite song or what is your favorite and what is your favorite album? I think my favorite song is Ice, is Ice Tent. Yeah. Ice Ten. Interesting. Uh, from Seven Weapons. From Seven Weapons. Okay. Yes. How would you describe? How would you describe the songs? The sound of the song. What style is it? Is it uh, fast-paced or slow? What instruments does it use? She thinks that uh, its style is more like the back rock and roll music. I don't mm. know whether the translation is right or wrong. I heard she also said something about fusion. Fusion? Yeah. She, 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 she it's like, uh, it, it's electronic music, but like, like back rock. Back oh, rock? Back rock. <laughs> Sorry. I don't understand oh, back rock. What is back rock? <laughs> back rock. Oh, you mean post rock? Oh, yeah. Yes. Post rock. Post rock. Yes. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. I I would not describe Supermarket as post rock myself, but I do think <laughs> that the earlier albums, the earlier albums tended to use a lot more guitar. Mm, yes. Yes. And uh, and she thinks that the four four former albums are more using um, guitar, drums, mm -hmm. and bass. Yes. 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 And um, and and that's uh, and like and like the latter. Yeah, I'm more using them. I don't know how to translate Yes. Okay, probably probably a synthesizer. Yes, synthesizers. Synthesizer. Okay. Yeah, I would. I, I will. We'll talk about the evolution of the the band's sound a little a little later on. I, I want to get to the basic questions out of the way first. Uh, so, is that also her favorite album? Or does she only like one song at a time? No, no, And she said that uh, it's not her favorite album. But it's her favorite song. Yeah. Okay. But I think that Seven Weapon must might be my favorite album. Interesting. Why? Why is it your favorite album? I think because these albums do not have a certain theme. It's, it's it have different themes. Themes, you say. Yes, themes. Okay. And every songs are different from each other. Okay. There, there is a lot more diversity, I would say, on the early albums. And sometimes I think, for example, the the debut album from 1998, which I guess is uh, what is it, Cao Yang or something. I don't know if you have the full discography at your at your fingertips, but I think their first album was 1998. And I remember when I first heard it, I thought, well, this is this is interesting, but it's a little bit, uh, the keyboards sound a little bit dated, maybe a little primitive. So it, uh, although it was made in the late 90s, it sounded like the equivalent of something from the 1980s in the United States. And uh, but it was still very interesting, of course. Over time, I think, when starting with Seven Weapon, and my favorite album is Prosperous, the one after Seven Weapon, from 2000. 
four. I think yes. that was the, the longest gap. There was a five-year gap, a five-year gap between those albums. They used those, used those five years to craft a very unique sound that defies description. You could no longer call it just electronic or synth pop with guitars or something. It starts to become its own unique sound with Prosperous. And I, you can hear some of that on, on Seven Weapon, too. What is Xiaolio's favorite album? And and she she thinks that the pro, pros, pros, prosperous pro, yes, wrong, pro, yeah it's her it's her favorite ah so we agree uh, no 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 it's, no <laughs> have listened it a lot at this time mm, yeah okay and she thinks she don't have a favorite one because she likes a lot she likes it's, all of them quite a lot none of them are the favorite. Okay, okay. When we look at their full discography, which means all of the albums that they have made, we can hear, I think, an, an evolution. Their sound changes over time. Do you agree or disagree? Mm. Yes, we all disagree about this. Mm. You, uh, you mean agree? <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> so how would she describe, or how would you describe, the changing of their sound from their first albums to their, their all the way up to 2020 today? How would you describe the changes? And she's thinking about um, the albums uh, are having the um, are are different because of the business environment hmm. or commercial commercial things. Really, so it's and, about um, it's about selling records. What sells best? She means that the com commercial changes in in China. Hmm. Not necessarily, not necessarily the music scene in China, but the the, yes, the, background. E the whole economic development of the country. Yes. Wow, that's a that's a big idea. I've never heard I have never heard of music being compared to the national economy before. <laughs> and she also thinks that the album express expressed change from specific con content to abstract content. Okay, from specific to abstract. Okay, I can I can sort of see that. The song structures changed, I think. Whereas in the early albums, in the early albums, there are some more traditional structures where there are more lyrics, and then there is a chorus that is repeated over and over again, more like a pop song. I could almost call some albums on the first albums, on the first three albums, almost I could call them a pop song, but still a little bit more experimental. But in the later albums, in the later albums, I think it's almost entirely experimental. And, and she also thinks that their later albums uh, are experimental, but different from other bands in China. Indeed, indeed. I, if I if I had to compare this to other bands in China, even other in electronic bands, I would have a difficult time saying that any other band in China sounds like this. Do you have any suggestions for other bands that sound similar in China? She needs some thinking, and I will say first. Oh, okay. Uh, do you remember I talked to you about? Uh, TV series called A Big Band. Yes, yes. Yes, and in in the second series of this this TV series, uh, it has a band called The Big Wave. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and she thinks that their first album is very much like the supermarket. Yeah. Yes, but okay. only their first albums. Mm-hmm. Later, they have something changed. Okay. Okay. I've heard a few uh, a few electronic Chinese albums that are experimental, also such as Dead J or um, Hertz HZ, but I would not call them experimental in the same way. They're they're more ambient and abstract. There is always usually a a beat in supermarket songs. There is a rhythm and a beat. So I would not I would definitely not call these ambient tracks that the supermarket does. Whether it's Western or Chinese music, I can find no no band that I would call similar in sound. Perhaps some of the experimentation could be compared in Western music to bands such as One uh, O Tricks Point Never, uh, Meat Beat Manifesto. It's hard to hard to compare because there's always singing, talking, which is uncommon in, in those more experimental bands in the West. So it's really it's really hard to find a, an easy comparison that fits very well. I, what just what were you, what were you talking about? I was just talking there for a minute. Did you understand or, or not really? Yeah. Yes, we understand your. We understand you. Okay. And we we are just argue that um, the Rachel's new album is it as experimental, just like the supermarkets. Retros, really? Hmm. Yes, and and we we after the argue we think it's not like. Okay. Okay. Well, that will be another another band conversation for another day. We'll yeah. we'll talk about them too. I hope that'll be good. Okay, um, so yeah, overall, I would say there, that most most bands do not get to put out so many albums, so that their sound can change so much over time. So releasing from 1998 to 2020, that's 22 years, nine albums, and in 2020 they just had a new album called Nine, which was a little different than others in that it was short. Most albums, most albums that are at least one hour. Many of them are very long albums. I would even say more than more than an hour and ten minutes in some cases. But their new album in 2020 is just a half an hour long, just 30 minutes long. I, I wonder why. Do you know anything about it? Okay, and he, he's she. <laughs> she said uh, three reasons reasons about your questions. And he thinks the first one is the problems within the band. Mm. And because that there are a lot of changes in band members in um, 2019. Really? Yes. yes. Uh, some people are in and out. Mm. It's a new member. A new member. Uh, do you still remember the big wave, the band? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. And I think they are lead singers. Uh, people called Li Jian, mm-hmm. named Li Jian, and he he once was the keyboard in supermarket. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. And, and yes, and then he out to mm-hmm. make his albums and his band. Mm-hmm. So there are a lot of member changes in in the supermarket. Who is? Who is the lead singer and the boss, the leader of the band supermarket? Do you know his name? Um, I think it's Kim Hong. Okay. The lead singer. Okay. 
and he is yes. also he is also the 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 main member who will always be yes. the leader of the band and he is the only member uh, who is in the band from 1998 to okay. today okay that's he's good. the only member remain this band Ken Pong. yes the lead okay. singer okay that's good to know biographical information and there were also some stress in the lead singer's life Hmm. Uh, like the economic things or others hmm. and make the lead singers very negative. And I think the night is more negative than before. And it may be because of this reason. Okay. I just hope there's not big trouble because usually for a while there, it seemed every year or two, there was a new album and there have been a few year gaps, but usually after three years since the 2017 album, and then to only have half an hour of new material in 2020, maybe things are slowing down, or as you say, economic trouble. Do you think that he is able to live off of his album sales and concert performances, or does he have to have a day job, do you think? We used to watch a movie. We used to watch a documentary movie about the supermarket. Mm -hmm. And we know that, um, that Tim Pong, he may be a full-time they don't have any other jobs beyond the band. Okay. His life is a little difficult in Expect my point so. of view. Mm -hmm. um, because he has a room that's very small and full of yes. guitars, keyboards, and something else in, in this room. Mm -hmm. And he has very little places to sleep. Right. So this is this is we call that bedroom bedroom recording. I don't know if he has a professional music studio to uh, to record his albums, but if he has to put all of his uh, all of his instruments in his bedroom, that's uh, that's very crowded indeed. And I, I, yeah. I, so therefore, I would encourage anyone out there to purchase his albums and not just stream them to help him uh, financially. It makes a yes. big difference where you listen. If you're just listening on Bilibili or Apple Music even, it's, he's probably not making a lot of money from your listening. So and, you have spare money, go buy the albums. <laughs> yes. And he have very few concerts. Mm. It's only about three or four yeah, a year. Okay, that's, that's not much. So let, let's yeah. talk about the concerts. How, how have you yes. have you both seen have you both seen them live? No, no, because it's no. Very oh my! Well, I, before a year. I see. And a very four cities in China. I see. Or, yes. Well, I saw I saw them live in 2010 in Beijing, mm -hmm. on, at the at the and the concert grounds. It was an outdoor concert in Fangshan. I also saw Arsho Megway and uh, some other, I think I also saw Retros, but only the only caught part of the show. But it was uh, 10 years ago. And I must say it was a very strange experience, very strange. Of course, there are most of the stages, there are many stages, and uh, most of them are playing uh, trance and dance music, electronic stuff. There are a few rock and roll stages. <laughs> There was uh, there were DJ parties. There were a few smaller acoustic stages. But then in the middle of it all, at one of the larger stages, there there was supermarket. And I said I was very excited to to see what they had had in their live show, and so I went to the, that stage, 
And the, the band members came out and they were dressed in jumpsuits like they were in an industrial nuclear waste cleanup or something. <laughs> they had work boots on. And I think they had the brand name Dickies uh, jumpsuits like they worked in a hardware store or something. So like they were doing very dirty work. They were wearing gloves and uh, they looked like they looked more like construction workers or hardware store workers than musicians. And their concert, uh, their concert began with a, a sizable crowd. There were probably, you know, maybe a hundred people in the crowd at first. But uh, their show, their set, in fact, was very abstract. They played, I think, that at that time they were playing early songs from the the album Black Equips and also Arling Ling Wu. So, <laughs> so it was a very interesting and different kind of concert because, as you know, those are not uh, those are very abstract albums. So they 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 had the electronic sounds and the synthesizers, but then they also played, I think, a a sheng, a traditional Chinese music, the sheng that you blow into. It's a very small gourd. You can hold it like this, and it makes sounds. And she thinks that it's called shun shun. Shun, okay. I don't know, but it had little pipes pipes going up at the top, like like this, and you blow into it. <laughs> and they also had some other traditional Chinese instruments there, and it was all very experimental and abstract. And over time, the set, the show was about an hour long, and over time, the crowd all left. <laughs> the crowd got smaller and smaller. The audience, audience members kept leaving. And by the end of the show, by the end of the show, I was standing alone. <laughs> I would, there was no one nearby me. There were maybe some, there were maybe 10 or 15 on the front of the stage who were the super fans like you. Like you, the super fans were watching very, very close so they could see all the instruments being played. I wanted to stay a little distance away to hear the hear from the speakers, the, the mix of the sound a little bit. But there was nobody else around me. And <laughs> they, you know, okay, so go ahead. We're very curious about it. She can't understand why there are no people to listen this fabulous music yes 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 i was intrigued i will say i i that my answer is of course that why do people go to outdoor music concerts they go to have fun they go to have a good time maybe they go to dance and they all want to see their favorite band but experimental electronic music that's usually more common in uh indoors first of all not outdoors she, she thinks that this is why the supermarkets now have less strawberry, less performance in the strawberry festivals. Yes, yes, yes. But outside, outside, and more lighthouse. Yes, yes, yes. So, yeah. And that's in 2010, the time when we're strangely saying. And a lot of lighthouse in China. Uh -huh. Well, that's a, that's another thing to talk about. Yeah. But I don't think that other cities also have a lot of live house. So live house meaning concert venues that are indoors and. Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So at the end of the show, at the end of the show, all of the other stages still had big crowds, but there were not many people. And when their show ended, 
when their show ended, I tried to applaud very, very loud. I clapped my hands as loud as I could, but you could you could only hear the other stages music. You couldn't hear enough of anyone, anyone applause. So I thought it was a very lonely show, one of the most lonely and strangest concerts I have ever been to. And I've probably been to more than 100, maybe 200 concerts in my life. This was one of the strangest concerts I've ever been to because it was, uh, well, the music was very different. The crowd was, you know, it shrank and got smaller. And uh, the performers were all, I think they were, I don't know if they were enjoying themselves. They were, it seems that they were, they could see that the crowd was getting smaller and that's never a good feeling. But I, I still enjoyed it and it was a very memorable concert. Like I kept waiting, I think, I kept thinking, well, if you just play a song, play a song that you can dance to, because they have many songs that are more pop and more dancey. If they want to, they could. Yes, yes, yes. Well, not from those two albums specifically. They're, those Black Eclipse and Arling Ling Wu are both uh, very dark, I would say. Yes. The sound is dark and maybe sad and uh, maybe even dystopian. The opposite of utopia, dystopian. If they wanted to get people dancing, they could have, but they chose not to. It was a very deliberate choice. They were going to play their new material from these albums, and they didn't care on, on a certain level. They didn't care if people were having a good time. They wanted to share their interesting experimental sounds, and they did not want to pander or cater to the party-going audiences that just wanted to dance. They were, they were determined to play their own sound. And it was still very interesting, and, and sometimes uh, I would even say catchy, like uh, the melodies were very interesting. The, the, the mix was very interesting. However, it was just a very strange experience. <laughs> Unlike yes. most concerts that I've been to. And I think that is very common in China, in the outside music festivals. What do you mean? What, what is common? People are more liking dancing music. Oh yes, oh yes. That's that's. I think it's not just China. I think it's universal. People go to outdoor concerts. They just want to have a good time. They want to drink some beer and dance. Yes. <laughs> or maybe and take some drugs and dance. I don't know. <laughs> no, no, no. It's illegal in China. No drugs in China, of course. There are no drugs yeah. in China. None. <laughs> Zero. <laughs> okay, good. I, I think that's um, New Pants. Do you know this band? Of course, of course, yes. Very popular in China now. People yes. see how lot of dancing music it's interesting the case of new pants i think they started out as a new wave and even punk band so it's i think their most famous famous song in china is are you going to have a dance aha uh -huh. interesting so it they're a song. they're a very old band new pants new pants i think are a very old band now because yeah. they've been around since since the yes. 1990s <laughs> Yes. I'm surprised. I'm surprised they still have new material, especially for of the big band TV series. I see. So they've been popular as through this show. The champion. Interesting. Are the champion of the first season? Interesting. Interesting. I would like and, to know the con competition. And they sing lots of ice and dance music. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you want people to, if you want people to buy your music, make happy music. It's very simple. <laughs> yeah. 
If you want to make money and you want you want people to come to your shows and your concert, make your concerts exciting and happy. It's a, it's I think a universal formula. You can't go wrong. So what do uh, on in terms of supermarkets? Uh, do do you think that average Chinese people would listen to it or not? No. Yeah. No. In fact, you you're sure you have tried to get others. You have tried to show them to your other your friends, and they said, "I don't like it." I ask my classmates in mm-hmm. my roommate, mm-hmm. and I play the songs, mm-hmm. and they ask me why. Why does it don't have a lyrics? <laughs> <laughs> but they do sometimes. They do. It's just they're not often singing. I do not have lyrics song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're speaking and, and more than singing sometimes. Yes. Why why did not have a lyrics until now? And so it's about seven or eight minutes. They think that's too long. <laughs> and did not have lyrics. Wait, listen, what? Not everything is a karaoke song. Not everything is meant to be sung along to in a, a karaoke bar. Certainly, go ahead. I just have to look at her face. What I say about so why did not have a lyrics in his? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not for everyone. Certainly, it's a it's an acquired taste. If you've never heard anything like it, and there really isn't anything quite like it, I would uh, I- encourage uh, introduce the term in English. We would call it a soundscape. Have you heard of a soundscape before? So it's more about the atmosphere. It's more about the feeling than about the the lyrics or the singing. It gives it gives a certain kind of atmosphere. It can make you feel calm, or it can make you feel contemplative. It's good music for thinking, thinking about problems or your life or the future, and maybe yes. worrying worrying about things like uh, global problems in politics. I think is it's a very good good thing to listen to while you think about war or global warming, for example. What uh, the Wendy the Wendy share? What do you think about when you listen? And she said that she listened to these songs mostly when her doing her design. Oh, yes, because that works. She it, said yes. Yes, it will help. It will help her to to make designer, and he think in his he think he think in her mind. And other times when she listen to the supermarket, she think she thinks that the supermarket song is close to her mood. So yeah, it's a very dark, dark mood in the latest songs. Maybe dystopian, as I mentioned. Do you think、yes. it is? So if you are having a hard time in life,、uh, and you need to get through your bad mood, it will help you to get through. I think it, she said if if she had a really hard time, she will listen to the supermarket. Okay. It's、But not, I don't think I will do the same thing. Interesting. <laughs> If I have a really hard time, I will listen to them. That's a music song. <laughs> I see. I see. Sometimes we need to be uplifted by our music,、yeah. and other times, other times we can say we just want to brood, b r o o d, and soak, soak in the feelings of anger or discontentment or frustration, or、uh, those kinds of darker feelings. Depending on what we want to listen to, I think that it's、uh, good for for any of those situations. Do you think you can read to it? Is it possible to read a book for class and also listen to supermarket, or is it too too distracting to read? No, she don't think that she can listen to supermarkets when when she read books because the songs are emotional. 
That's right. That's right. Does she listen to any? Do you, do either of you listen to music while reading for class? We will listen to music. We read books, but not in class. No, not in class. I mean, reading for for class, a textbook, for example. For yes, I we think we both will listen to music when we having having class. Okay, what kind what kind of music? Classical or fully instrumental? Not pop music, I assume. Hey, we'll listen to rap. Rap while reading? How is that possible? <laughs> That's crazy. I think. How can you how can you read and understand if you are hearing somebody rap at you at the same time? That is the least. Just means when she have class, not class means read, but just have class because she really don't want to listen teachers. That's terrible. That's terrible. No one had better do that in my class. We we can because. We have the microphone to listen to your voice, and we can have another. I see. Okay. Well, that that is that is terrible. I've never heard of students listening to music in class. That's that was not what I was asking, and I'm afraid for the future if if that's what、uh, what students are going to do during class sessions. <laughs> I'm very sorry about it because I will listen to the music, but not in your class, Chinese <laughs> <laughs> teachers' class, because it's so boring. My goodness. Don't want to hurt teachers' voice. My goodness. I, I, I am surprised. I thought you were all very diligent, excellent students, and、uh, <laughs> you always paid. You hang on every word the professor says. So you, every word is like a gift. <laughs> Not quite. And most of the Chinese students really do really hear care about what the professor is saying about. I see. I see. All right. Well, yes. My question was more about at home in your dormitory when you are reading your textbook or doing the readings for class. Can you listen to music at the same time, or yes. not? Yes, we listen to music at the same time. And you don't listen to hip hop. You don't listen to hip hop while you are reading, do you? No. <laughs> okay. Oh, it's so crazy. Okay. What What is your favorite reading music? I'll say first, then let him let her to think about it. I think I will listen to the music that's Alan Walker's music, because、okay. it's very quiet. Fair enough.、And、is there Is there singing in it, or is it instrumental? No, no, no. It's just music, no、okay. lyrics. Yeah. And it's more, I think, piano music. And she will listen to the Douwe's. New albums because they're newer lyrics. I see. He does post rock in his new albums. Yes. No, and and we think that Joey more um makes more electronic music. I thought she said. I thought she said Shirian. No. Did she? Did, did yes, she not、yes. say experimental? Ah、uh, yes, experimental. Okay. Okay. I hear you're so clever that I I cannot. <laughs> no 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 no. I I just want to make sure we're. Make sure we're accurate. I, I I need to listen to more Douwei. I have not heard much Douwei, so I know he's very famous. But I, I I know that he used to he used to do more metal in his early years, right?、Mm-hmm. He was supposed to be more loud rock in his early 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 years, and I didn't like it very much. So I should give him another、right. listen. I, I think I think a lot of foreign people don't like Douwei's earlier albums. Okay. And earlier songs because there are a lot of lyrics about the Chinese families inside the Chinese families, and and our our relationships between our parents and the society. 
So while we're on the topic of lyrics, then, what what does for for the, for those who don't understand Chinese, uh, what is what are the themes lyrically in supermarkets songs? What does supermarket sing about? I can tell from the titles. Some of the titles, for example, are very uh, interesting, such as uh, Democracy and Science, their 2017 album title, and Prosperity, of uh, the, our, my favorite album in 2004, Limit Infinity. So he's a, it's a very mind-expanding uh, titles, but is, what are his lyrics about? So, for example, uh, sometimes he does sing in English, and again, they're even... The closest song that I would say to a pop song and one of the catchiest electronic loops I, I think I've heard in any music is the song Beautiful Girl. So there are some love songs or yes. more traditional themes, but maybe those are for only the earlier albums. He does also sample English sources also. So there is not just Chinese, not just Chinese lyrics, not just Chinese speaking but a fair bit of English also, but still majority in Chinese. So I'm curious, what what are some lyrical themes? It should begin with the democracy and science. Okay. Yes, this thing that democracy and science um, in this album, the lead singer thinks deeply about human future and artificial intelligence in new medias. Yes, new media and uh, the, the future of humanity and... Uh, yes, in the artificial intelligence. All right. Well, that, that adds... These things are very deep. Yes, it, it adds to the appreciation the of the songs to know that he is uh, not only making futuristic experimental music, but talking about experimentation in other fields such as engineering and, yes. and media. And I also think that this album is related to our Chinese own... own history because that democracy and science are a slogan in hmm. our the new cultural movement <laughs> new cultural okay. movement i see i see I, I, no i think you know it very much yes of course some sensitive issues probably also included <laughs> If we go back to the earlier albums, though, such as Seven Weapon and Prosperous, and even the first album, are the, the are the themes the same, or does he sing about different things? Because I know I have the example that is more like a pop song. Are the are the lyrics on the early albums also more uh, happy and traditional, love and relationships? And she thinks that the former three albums. Um, or more like the lead singer's previous band called Long Kuan Jiu Duan. I'd never heard of this. What, what is? You never heard of this. Does it have an English translation? Is I don't know how to translate it. It's so hard. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and and the, maybe I can tell you something about this band. And mm -hmm. um, I think Long Kuan is a singer. And the name of the band Long Kuan Jiu Duan. Long Kuan is the singer of the band. Okay. And Tian Peng is also the singer. Right. The band have two singers. I'll have to look up this band. I've never heard of them. Do they have many albums or just a few? And the band only have two people. Yeah. Right. How many albums did they make? Only only one or two albums. Okay. Maybe in the early early to mid nineteen nineties? Yes. And the band are not exist 
after 1998. I see. So after they split up and went their separate ways. Okay. So I think I also heard him heard her say that uh, I'm saying him instead of her that uh, the sing the themes the lyrical themes of the early albums are also more uh, individualistic, talking about his personal life. Yes, I am. I'm going to. I'm just going to sing this. Okay. Sing the previous combinations with more personal emotions. See. Okay. The so I, or emotions. Interesting. So going from the small scale to larger expansive sound, along with the, the sound of the albums changing to become less pop songs and more experimental, more atmospheric. So that makes sense. Makes a lot of sense. And she thinks that the later musics have more samples from the films. And in some dialogues from the films. Yes, yes, yes. So in that in that sense, I would compare use of samples of films and more obscure, uh, again, still dark references. I, I would compare that to a, an electronic band called Meat Beat Manifesto. They're also an electronic band that does a little bit more dub and in the past would be considered industrial. Have you heard of industrial music before? Industrial. 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 Industrial music. Have you heard of it before? <laughs> they think that the rituals are industrial music. Oh, really? I totally disagree. I totally disagree. <laughs> it's about the industrial, the lyrics. Oh, well, thematically, yes, yes. Lyric, lyrically, sure. Industrial music like K-pop or C-pop. Okay, interesting. No, industri industrial music. Yes. Industrial music is more about uh, not necessarily being pop songs, but maybe trying to sound more like a factory. And they maybe use non non instruments. They, it's, a, it's a little bit more grating. It's a little hard. It's not necessarily noisy, although it uses it uses non musical elements like noise in the songs. And it can be it can be more rock or it can be more electronic. But usually the themes are rather dark and dystopian, like supermarkets. And she wants to ask if the Joy Division, Joy Division is a kind of industrial music. Uh, certainly not. Joy Division would be considered more uh, post-punk. Post-punk. Oh, oh. Yeah, and that's where that's where retros retros really fits in post-punk also. Yes, you made the climate change album. Yeah, yeah. So. They're all all in the general same general field, along with uh, PK fourteen. She's no, no, she don't. Oh well, that's a very important one. I think they're from Shanghai. I'm not sure, but uh, I, I, I will write down it, and after that we will listen together. Yes, they have they have several albums. My favorite is Modern City Sailing. They they sound a little also like uh, uh, American band. If we're going to talk about post punk, of Pere Ubu, P E R E U B U. And they're from. They're from Kalifulan in Ohio. They're, so for post-punk, post-punk, there are many examples of this. And perhaps you may also like goth, G-O-T-H. So we put them all together as goth industrial sometimes because of uh, the dark sound that they have. So fans fans of Joy Division, of whom there are very many, of course, uh, like, like their new, like the following New Order, which became more electronic. Uh, other other goth bands such as Bauhaus, B A U H A U S, Bauhaus. 
other examples of goth, goth and post-punk. Susie and the Banshees, another goth band. So we can make lots of suggestions. And I'm sure I'm sure if you listen on your on your streaming programs on your apps, I'm sure there are lots of suggestions that are similar. That's those are some places I would start to make comparisons to what you've mentioned, not necessarily similar to supermarket because none of them are really electronic. Closing questions, closing questions about supermarket. I guess do you, do you know why they chose the name supermarket? Sure, I don't know the reason. All right, I, I, I don't know either, so that's why I was asking. So maybe I can look on the internet. <laughs> I don't I don't have all the answers. If you were to ask an average Chinese person, a young person, let's say, not just college students, do you think anyone would have heard of them as a band? Yeah, she think that some specific people will heard of it because that uh, the the band always performs in the live house or some clubs. So the young people who loves the uh, club or the club culture. I don't know why the culture is right for using. But I don't All right. Know how Although it is very and different from club music, yeah, very different from yes. just regular techno and or rave music. We'll we'll know that supermarket and think this is very good music. So if you're interested in art, art music, not just entertainment and also club music, electronic music. But overall, the percentage, the percentage of Chinese people who have heard of this band must be under under 10%. If you ask 10 people, maybe one out of 10 have heard of it, or do you think more? It should definitely not to ask 10 person and one know, know them, even young people. Okay. And she's you ask 100 people and your one person say, yes, I'm the supermarket and I love them. That's a very good thing. <laughs> okay, wow. So, I, so in other words, very obscure, not very famous, not very well known. Yes. So do you think it is important uh, to support not famous bands if you like them? Definitely, yes. <laughs> Definitely. Okay. How can you support them in China if there are no no ways to buy buy their albums? If unless you live in Beijing, there are not many CD stores left, right? You can't buy the CD. Can you down? Can you pay money to download the music, or can you only go to concerts to support them? What can you do? Um, she she thinks that she can buy albums from Taobao. Ah, Taobao, of course. We don't need we don't need stores anymore. We just go online yeah. to buy. Yes. And, and I think that now the supermarket is in the Modern Sky. Yes, yes. yes. And so, we can buy from the Modern Sky app. Right, right, right. All right. So for a band that is on a famous labor label like Modern Sky or maybe Mars or one of the other famous record labels, maybe Scream, uh, maybe that's more easy. But uh, if you if you like if you see a band live and you never hear from them again, do you think that happens a lot in China? I think it's very typical in China. And but but these years, and more more bands are famous. Oh really? Okay. Did you? It's also that the TV series I caught it a lot of times. The, <laughs> the big band. I think that seems to be your source to learn about new new music. Yes. I should thank this TV series, though it have a lot of commercial things we okay. really don't like and we hate it a lot. Mm. But that it really makes the band, show the band to a lot of people. Okay, exposure, getting more yes. exposure. And, and the very thing that delights me is that The Rituals is the second season's winner. 
Okay. Very it's nice. And we really think that it's well deserved. Something, yes, it maybe changed something the Chinese people's thoughts or their feelings about music, different okay. kind of music. All right, yes. all right. Well, that's good. That's good. And I think that uh, social media must be very popular too. You can find them online for most fans nowadays. I think we can talk more in general about uh, the Chinese music scene another day, but I think those are all the questions I had about Supermarket. Is there anything that you, that I didn't talk about that you want to bring up about Supermarket? Miss, do you want to ask you a question? Yes, please. I, I didn't fully understand, so you can translate. It's about that if your people that do not live in Chinese, uh, live in China for a long time, and do not know the things about Chinese cultural, mm -hmm. and even you cannot speak Chinese. What's your point of view about the supermarket style? And how it goes And what's your feeling when you listen to the songs? Uh, your feelings about the lyrics of the supermarket? Okay, so that's a lot of lot of big big questions. First of all, for most foreigners, to represent most foreigners, especially Americans, we tend not to listen to non-English lyrics. Most people, like in any culture, they prefer pop songs and they like to sing along. And listening to music that is not sung in the language you understand is a little unusual, right? But, however, however, more and more people are trying to learn Chinese. And as I tell all my students, the best way to learn a foreign language is to make it fun and to learn about the culture. And a great way to do that is to watch movies and listen to music from the place of the language that you are learning. Finally, I think that Westerners, especially not just Americans, have a false view of China in particular, where most Westerners think that China is still in the era of Mao Zedong and the East is red, Dong Fang Hong. So we think that all music is very what? In the history lessons. Yes, yes, yes. Well, most Westerners still think that culture and music and movies are all still controlled very tightly and that there is not a contemporary music scene as you would find in other countries. Many, many people. And so there are many, many articles in all the most famous magazines and all the uh, TV shows and YouTube channels where people discover, oh, I see, China is very similar, in fact, to other countries where there are concerts, there is rock and roll, there is hip hop, there is alternative music and alternative culture. And people are, many Westerners are surprised to find this to be the case. And although it is under great control, as you say, many live houses have closed and reopened, that's the same anywhere. <laughs> Concert venues come and go. They open and close and open and close again and again. So when one when one place closes, when Mao Live House closes, another place opens. Yes, and still not open till now. Yes, yes, yes. Well, maybe maybe there is hope for the future. We will see. So it is important. It is important to share share how we learn about these things. And if there is something that is popular in one country. Uh, especially something like supermarket that is not as popular, but I think is has a lot of artistic merit and is unique, unique to China and unlike not only other Chinese music, not only unlike other Chinese electronic music, but I think unique to the world. A very different interpretation because if we compare, if we compare the evolution of electronic music 
most electronic music in the West begins with things like techno, techno and rave music, club music, as you would say. Very seminal bands from the 1990s, such as, uh, for example, The Prodigy and Apex, Apex Twin, are the foundation for many, uh, for many electronic bands in the West. And IDM, Intelligent Dance Music, which some, some of Supermarket's sounds could be compared to. But I think that is a common heritage for Western electronic music. But for Supermarket, it seems he comes from an entirely different tradition. I don't know if it's Chinese. I don't know if it's because he's Chinese or because he bought, he bought the music equipment and didn't have access to those early techno classics that are the foundation of every other country's electronic music. But there is just something very different about uh, about his songs and the way he approaches electronic music. So I think it will it takes some getting used to for Western ears to listen to it for the first time. They will either say, well, this is, as I said, they may think this sounds like it's from the 1980s for their, for their early albums. But then again, today's music or the more the 21st century stuff, it is it, it sounds, you know, advanced. It uh, there is no difference. in I think the sound quality, the recording quality or the uh, the the content and the musicianship, it's all it, it's, uh, it's very evocative, evocative. And you, as you say, emotional, it puts you in a certain mood. So that's very unusual for people who have listened to lots of different kinds of music. Most of the time when you like a band or you like a musician or you like an album or a song, it's easy to make comparisons and you say, oh, I hear where they got this sound from. This comes from Joy Division or this comes from punk, early 1970s uh, rock and roll or something. You can find the roots. What are the roots of the music? What were the inspirations? What were the influences? Most bands, it's very easy, very easy to say where they got their sound from. But in this case, I, I'm really unsure. Maybe entirely original to, to the artist. If we just look at, look at the two bands that you mentioned, New Pants, New Pants and Retros. So, so <laughs> for example, in those two cases. Thanks. I just do the translation things. Okay, okay. In those two cases of Retros, Retros and uh, New Pants, they fit very clearly within genres of post-punk and new wave. And you can very clearly say what their inspirations were. You think, what, what bands did they listen to? What bands did they listen to to make their own sound? It would be very clear. Okay. Do you disagree? We, we, we disagree about this. Really? We, I, I'm just doing the translation things, and she totally agree. Every word you say. <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. So you, 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 you say you disagree, though. Do you and she disagree? Uh, she agree. Every word you say. Well, that's, that's too polite. I, 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 we need more controversy and argument. <laughs> I, I think that it should talk more about music. It's a very, very good thing and very fun. Okay, well, someday. I, uh, if you have any more favorite bands, it sounds like we need to talk about retros in the future. Maybe some others. New lives, the new wave. So new pants? What? She, she is a fan of new pants? No, uh, no, no, no. We both don't like new pants. So what do you have against new pants? I think they're fine. They're just happy. <laughs> so, so 
so we don't uh, it's it, so because of the dance music and the new pants are really really success in the in commercial uh-huh. i can hear I that yeah that maybe now the most commercial successful bands in china see well they're good at marketing anyway <laughs> yes and also the miserable face I don't know. I think uh-huh. you know the band. And yeah, when I when I bring them up in the record stores, the, the record store clerks say, Ugh, miserable faith. Ugh. <laughs> Not again. Not again. Ugh, too easy. <laughs> and, and, and the miserable face also attend the big band. Oh, really? Did season one's the big band. And were they band. champions or they lost to new pants? They were second place? Or champions. And the miserable face are with, with second place. I see. Okay. Well, I hope they they try it again. Maybe. Yeah. Yes. So okay, that's very interesting to say. Then uh, this this aligns again with my own tastes. And many people criticize me. They say, once a band is too popular, I won't like them. <laughs> we don't like them because not because of they're popular, just because we don't like the style of their songs. Even if they're not popular in commercial, we will not like them. I see. Interesting. So I think, in my opinion, I will uh, disagree with okay. you somewhat. I think that in a situation like China, I don't know if uh, what popular means exactly, but I do think that they are of an alternative style. They are both very different from, for example, canto pop, or very different from uh, the most famous singers, for example, who just sing classics or sing love songs. They are, in my opinion, although they are not, they are not as perhaps unique. They are not unique like supermarkets, in that they they actually want to sell some records. <laughs> they want people to go to their concerts and dance and have a good time. Or I don't know if Miserable Faith is that happy either. I think that their their themes are are pretty pretty dark too and of course they started as a as a hardcore metal band right? black metal or at least a uh, new rock and they changed to be a little bit more if we want to, i don't think we're going to talk about miserable faith later but if you compare their first album which was very very noisy yes very very they loud metal because yes they do not have money to have lunch to to to, to eat lunch yes <laughs> and, and they think that now it, it's time for us to do some commercial things okay. <laughs> and they change their style and they're in 20 in 208 they have a album called do not stop i don't know don't i can't remember yet but that's about my music I don't stop the music yeah something like that yes and and they're really success in commercial so there is a very very big difference between the sound of their first album and then their second yes. album totally different uh, still yes. rock still rock and still kind of hard rock but uh the second one is much more commercial do you prefer their first non-commercial album is that something that you would listen to because i find it unlistenable it's just too too loud we do not listen a lot of miserable false music okay so it doesn't matter the, the change doesn't matter to you because for me the change the change is where they went from metal which was too loud and i could not listen to commercial yes. commercial hard rock which at least i i enjoyed mm, so. yes we do not listen to their first albums because it's too noisy and i really don't like 
So it's interesting to <laughs> interesting to note what changes what changes will will make us like things more or less, and what uh, what things will help the band to eat <laughs> to be able to eat their eat their lunch. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not always the same. I know. Yes, it will be very hard if you were forming a band. Oh yes, yes, yes. Well, I think for many reasons. The, the chapters, there are many academic books and articles about this too, not just news articles. And one of the most famous chapters from a book about the, the rock scene in China is called Rock in a Hard Place. Yes. Which is to say that it is very difficult to be a band or an artist or a musician in the PRC today for various yes. reasons. Well, I hope it gets easier. Yes, and not, not more easier now because of the TV series. Again, the TV series. Yes, yes, yes. I wonder, I do wonder what the party thinks of it all. Because <laughs> I think, uh, you know, certainly there has been a lot of music control. And sometimes when I was in China, I think that there was maybe a list of about 10 songs from the West that were allowed to be played, perhaps really? on the radio. It seemed like there were always, there was an official, official Communist Party approved list of songs. <laughs> Just like on streaming platforms today, there are what are called playlists. For example, Spotify or Apple Music, they have playlists that are curated by a DJ. And you say, these songs, these 10 songs go very well together. And it seemed in the early 21st century, 15 or 20 years ago, when I first went to China, they would just play the same 10 songs over and over and over and over again. Yes, yes. Uh, and we used to watch a f film. Um, film together. Uh, it's called... It's called Yesterday. Ah, uh, yes. About the Beatles and drug addiction. Yes, you watched the film. I have met the producer. I have met the producer of the film. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. The same producer, the same Western producer, in fact, produced that movie and the very famous movie Shower, I understand. And so I met, the, met them and learned about the production. And I think I even saw, I even saw the cast at, uh, when, when in, in the theater. I have, met, I have seen all the cast of the movie yesterday. You, you, you watched the movie in the movie theater? with the cast there the actors were all there with the director wow and this was this was in 2001 in beijing yes, yes, yes. wow the english name of that movie is quitting and they talked about the producer the producer talked about how difficult it was to have a movie about drug use yes and they yes. had to they could not show any drug use and they had to talk about a dragon that was an off screen and everything. So it was very, very difficult and interesting to learn about how the government controls art in China. In, I think now, after the film, that Jia Hongsheng do not have any films later because of mm. the drugs. Interesting. Yes. And he didn't know that he was die. I didn't know he died, and no. It's a very sad thing is that he died in 20. <laughs> 2010. Mm -hmm. It just jumped from the building. Oh, really? Suicide? Sad. It's very, very tragic. Yeah. We all think that Xia Hongsheng is a very good actor we both like, and it's right. a very not good thing for us. Sometimes, sometimes the life of an artist is a tortured one, we can say. Yes.
especially in China. I don't know. I think I think many countries have tortured artists, yes. <laughs> and China is certainly uh, certainly not an exception to that rule. <laughs> That's all very interesting. It's uh, less less about music than movies, I guess. We could we could talk a long time about many different things. <laughs> is yes. there anything else? Is there anything else you want to say about supermarket? Before we conclude our conversation, she was to ask a question. Yes, do you think that supermarket's future, or do you think it will be famous, whether in China or in Western countries? I regarding its exposure, I think is the key, and I think that there would be an audience for it in the West, especially among fans of experimental electronic music. But again, that is not a large group. <laughs> there is not a large potential audience for for that. It's a kind of a niche, a, uh, small, a small a small group of people. A small group of people will like it a lot. And I think it also has to do with I I don't know if uh, I'm concerned again about the 2020 album that is very short, and I worry that maybe their best work is behind them. Once uh, once you have an album that is very different than the previous ones, and shorter. We we have to worry. Well, maybe the maybe the best albums have already been made by this band, and that makes it very difficult for makes it very difficult to break out outside of one's home country. I think if you are doing your best work and touring internationally or releasing your best albums, maybe then other people will listen to it in other countries. It's more likely. Everybody prefers to listen to new music. Nobody wants to go back and talk about music history. That's true. Especially the farther away that you get from the present. Very few people are going out and discovering the music of the 1950s, perhaps. That's just that's just human nature, the tendency of, of consumer culture. Nobody wants to listen, as I was saying, to conclude with the, the list of 10 songs that I thought of the West that were all popular in the early 20th, 21st century. It results in things like Everybody Loves the Titanic song. And I, I can't stand it. And uh, my father liked the Titanic song. Well, see, there you go. Maybe, maybe we're of the same generation. I don't know. Uh, because when he first dates with my mother, they went to the theater. Oh, the Titanic. So romantic. And she said, she said, also the parents when they're dating, they go to the movie theater to see Titanic. I see. I see. Well, it was the movie that a few. Master movies that come in the 1990, 1999, like, do it in Chinese. Yes, yes. They are master movies and they are very famous. I think it is much more popular in China than in the USA. <laughs> yes, it's very popular in China. And my parents always look, look at it again and again. I don't think it's very <laughs> deserved <laughs> to do this. Yes, yes, yes. Well, that is, that is the generation that, uh, yeah. I was familiar with, and then we have also the you know people who will always love Michael Jackson, and then and the, the one song, the one song I never never ever want to hear again. What? Right. Oh no. Well, I, Michael Jackson aside, forget about him for a minute. I never ever want to hear the song Hotel California again because <laughs> so many Chinese people have told me they like rock and roll, and then I ask what kind of rock and roll do you like, and then they tell me the one song that they like, and I say, well. My grandmother likes that song, <laughs> and then that that breaks their hearts, and then they want to cry because you know <laughs> nobody wants to be compared to their grandmother in rock and roll. <laughs> so I think on that note, I think we can conclude. Do you have anything else to say? I don't. She doesn't have anything to say. All right. Well, keep on rocking. <laughs> yes. Don't stop the rock. And uh, <laughs> maybe maybe <laughs> you 
people from Joy Side, which is also a band in uh, China. Yes. Yes, yes. And it when 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 they're the last show in the uh, big band, uh -huh. after they're saying, and he said to the audience, "Don't forget rock and roll." Please remember rock and roll. That's and right. I that's think, right. Yes, it's very touch, touch, touching okay. saying in the whole show. It's a good message. A good message. Yes. But I think I think Joyside maybe is not the best role model for 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 people to follow. <laughs> they're, they're, I think they had they lived hard and partied hard. <laughs> but Joyside not even more. Easier life, I think. They, clean, they cleaned up? Okay. Yeah, maybe, I don't know about their <laughs> their garage rock sound also is very popular around the world. But, uh, yeah. And, and, the, and their bass, I think, also have a bar called School. Really? Oh, oh School. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. I, I'm familiar with that bar in Beijing. I don't know if I've seen any shows there, but uh, I have not been to Beijing for a few years, so I, I'm out of date on what is where you can go see music. Yeah, uh, it's you know after COVID nineteen is over, maybe maybe things can get back to normal. We can all go to see a nice concert. Yeah.